Hey, this is Craig Lester from Rural Roots Canada, where we get to the stem and meat of agriculture. In this podcast, we are talking grazing year-round, and we have the privilege of speaking to someone who's been doing it since 2003. Steve Kenyon is the owner of Greener Pastures Ranching, located near Westlock, Alberta. We talked to him about what producers needed to be mindful of if they are considering moving to year-round grazing system or are in the process of implementing one. He also talks about what energizes him about this practice. Tell the listeners a little bit about uh, your operation and how you got into uh, 365 days grazing and, and why you believe in it. Uh, we, you know, the, the economics behind most of it, um, feeding cattle all winter ends up getting expensive. Um, so we have to find other, other ways to be able to make a profit in this business. So we look into swath grazing or bunch grazing or uh, bale grazing works as well. Um, some people don't consider bale grazing to be grazing, but uh, the economics behind it is what makes the decision for me. So Great. And so you, you've been in this for quite a while. What what was the first thing? I know you, you talked about economics sort of thing, but was there something that kind of was a tipping point for you that said, hey, we should try this? Uh, I think the first year we grazed year-round would have been about 2003. Um, hay prices were were uh, pretty high, and a lot of grain crops around were were in not in very good shape. So we worked with a local grain farmer. He had a crop that was, was not worth combining and we uh, put some fence around it and started grazing it. And yeah, we went right through till April on that. Great. And so you've been talking about this since, as I said, 2008. What keeps you energized about it? Oh, it's just the the economics behind it. I mean, it is a reality if you're going to lose money at something, it's not going to be sustainable. So um, you've got to figure out different ways of of uh, making the, the dollar work. you got to get creative, right? There's lots of guys who, who do lots of different types of swath grazing. Uh, I'm not a grain farmer at all. I don't have the equipment for it. So I'm relying on, you know, other people. You know, if somebody has a crop, I've working, I'm working with other grain farmers. Or I'm switching to bale grazing, where I'm I'm uh, actually bringing in uh, residue and carbon to improve my land. So if you're talking to someone that hasn't uh, that is looking at getting into it, what are the the keys uh, to make it work on their operation? Well, everybody's operation is different, right? They've got to go through their numbers. Um, you know, you got to estimate and figure out and do a gross margin analysis to determine if one profit center is going to work on your farm or another one, right? Maybe, and every year is different, uh, year to year, like one year bunch grazing will work for me, got an opportunity and it's the most economic and another year bale grazing might work for me. It's the most economic considering the conditions, right? Market values change. Price of hay goes up, price of hay goes down. Um, You know, how the distance to a field changes the amount of labor and uh, transportation costs to it. So we've got to put the numbers in it every time and and uh, make sure it works. Sean McGrath was talking a little bit with me, sort of things like as you're getting in, maybe not trying to do going from from zero to 150 right away, sort of thing. Going to, if your goal is to get to 365, just to take your program currently and extend it out by small incremental each year until you reach your goal. 
Is that kind of the way you would approach it, or how do you approach that? Yes, I would say so. I mean, obviously, there's different types of, of you know, fall or winter grazing. Um, first step is to improve your summer grazing, right? That in itself will get you longer dormant season grazing of your perennial pastures in the fall and winter, right? I mean, I've grazed perennial pastures up until February some years. Um, I've still got cattle right now out, and it's uh, early, you know, almost uh, almost December. But uh, like that's one step. Is but you need to get the summer grazing improved, right? Do some good rotational grazing, uh, manage for the grazing concepts, and you know, understand the principles behind that. And that'll be a, a first step to get you a little longer. And then you can start planning on, you know, let's try a little bit of swath grazing, or or you know what, the the neighbor has. Uh, a grain field that we can clean up the edges or, or do some bunch grazing on. Um, maybe you want to, you know, attempt seeding that yourself and, and starting with a little piece. Um, once you get, it's like any skill, you've got to get practiced at it to be, to get good at it. So, and bale grazing, that's the same thing. It takes a little bit of skill to get good at it. Um, you know, usually most people have trouble controlling the, ele- controlling the electricity and fence. Right. Um, in terms of uh, everyone's talked about having mentors and getting out and doing tours and picking up different ideas from all uh, from progressive farmers uh, in your region and maybe across the province. Who were your mentors in doing this? In bale grazing, um, well, I guess in in all of it started would probably be uh, Dennis Lobiser. Um He actually passed away a couple of years ago, but uh, um, right now his. Uh, uh, daughter Kelly Sidoric is is you know leading the way in in that aspect as well. So um, uh, Don Campbell, you know, I, I read a lot about him when I was when I was younger, and just you know met with them at seminars and conferences and talked to them, and and I'm sure pestered them. Right. You know, talk about mentors. Like who? Uh, what are the most common things as you, as you mentor other people that you find that people have the biggest questions about, run into the most problems with? The most issues people have, I think, is con- you know getting the juice in an electric fence during the winter. Right. That's probably my most common question or or issue that people come up with is trying to make make sure the cows respect electric fence. We've been talking to Steve Kenyon of Greener Pastures Ranching. For more on this, go to ruralrootscanada.com. For Rural Roots Canada, I'm Craig Lester, getting to the stem and meat of agriculture. Mm-hmm.